welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. Whether you're a pastor or a volunteer in your local church, Ministry in Motion offers you resources, cutting-edge ideas, inspiration for your ministry in your local church. Our topic today is on the local church, your church in your community. And our guest is James Standish. James, welcome to Ministry in Motion. Thanks so much, Anthony. You know, I've been uh, away from the U.S. for five years. And in those years, I've grown a gray beard. I, you know, people say, you know, boy, James, you know, you're looking like your granddad. And you look better than you did when I left, man. I mean, oh, James, <laughs> you make me blush. Now, James, you've just had five years um, with communication, branding, all that type of thing in the church. Let me ask you a question right off the top. A church with a big, long name, and by necessity, a church needs to have something descriptive in its name to identify itself. So there is a long name. Is that a hindrance to, to being known, to being accepted in the community? You know, it's a good question, Anthony. Uh, I obviously uh, come from the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Mm -hmm. It's quite a long name. Yeah. It's the kind of name that was very uh, popular uh, when the church was founded. You, you find other churches in that period and other organizations with quite long nomenclature because during that period, people actually spoke in paragraphs. And of course, now we're to the era of tweets and sometimes tweets are even too long, so we have to go down to acronyms, LOL, and so forth. Mm -hmm. And in a very, very crowded, uh, over-stimulated uh, uh, marketplace, it is hard uh, with a very, very long name. And I think we have to think very carefully of how to communicate that name uh, to the general public. And in addition, we have to be very uh, aware that a lot of our way that we express ourselves is um, it's sort of inside, inside baseball. We, we have a tendency within churches, church communities, to use our own little lingo. And, and every community does this, whether it's, and every profession does this. But when you're trying to communicate outside the community, you have to be aware of it. I'll just give you an example. Um, I worked for the, uh, the South Pacific Division of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. That's, right, almost, that's, that's, that's almost long enough to be a poem, isn't it? Like yeah. a haiku or something. Mm -hmm. uh, um, what we tried to do was just, uh, following the lead of our church in Canada, actually, uh, was to communicate that in a, in a language that worked well in society, which is just the Seventh-day Adventist Church in the South Pacific, or for short, Adventist Church in the South Pacific. Make it clear, just like uh, our Adventist Church in Canada uh, doesn't call itself uh, the Canadian Union of the Seventh-day Adventist Church because union has a particular meaning within the uh, Canadian context, also obviously in the Australian context in Europe as well. They just broke it down to Adventist Church in Canada. It's simple and, and people can understand it. So when you abbreviate it down, though, do you lose something? Well, I think you do and you gain something. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it always is. We never have abbreviated taking the Seventh-day Ad Adventist name out, but when you're communicating uh, an idea to people, particularly when they're passing your church, they're going about, in Australia, about 60 kilometers an hour on a, on a regular street. About if, 35 miles an hour. About 35 yeah. miles an hour. Uh, yeah. If you have a lot of words all at the same height, all with the same density, uh, and we talk with designers and, and professional uh, signage companies about this, they're not going to get anything. They'll just get... Mm -hmm. So you have to have something that pops. So we chose Adventist as the name that pops because that's, that's a unique. What we've done in the past is use an acronym, SDA, mm. but SDA is a problematic acronym uh, for a lot of reasons. First of all, 
what, what does that mean? Yes. And Ray Dabrowski, who is uh, here at the General Conference, uh, the World Headquarters, did a good job of explaining that. And, and um, what does it mean? But also, SDA is an acronym for a whole lot of things. In Australia, it turns out, SDA is one of the biggest uh, labor unions. Okay. And they have more members than we've got. So right, if you start okay. using an acronym where there's a better, there's, a, there's more members and better known, yeah. well, you know, you, you're just going to have confusion. So at the very least, Adventist, of course, Seventh Day Adventist is great. Uh, it gives the whole, uh, you know, gives a whole message. But if they're not even getting the Adventist, you're not getting anything. And 60k is fast. You you start driving down the street, you look at all the signage that you see, yeah. all the messages that you get. And if it's too complicated, all you get is blue. Yeah. You don't notice yeah. it. Exactly. Now, a church is more than its name. Sure. And we, we really need to be known in the community. That's right. How do we not only raise the awareness, but how do we be known in yeah. the community? I think you've raised a very good question. And that is, in a very crowded marketplace, how do you pop? Mm. How do people notice you? Mm. Well. What we for good reasons for, for good yeah, yeah. as in the occasional you know horror story which always you know if it le if it bleeds it leads that's that's how the news uh, works. Uh, we did a we got a market research uh, company to do some research on the Seventh Day Adventist Church in Australia. Right now we've been in Australia for over 140 years. We have a hospital. We we run a food company that has a number one and number two breakfast cereals in the whole country. Uh, breakfast foods. Uh, we have. Um, more physical locations than KFC. Now, every KFC is everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah. But, but the Adventist Church actually has more physical locations. And yet, when we did the research, we didn't find that people disliked the church or hated it or anything. They didn't even know we existed. Yeah. And how did that happen? So we went back, pulled together some marketing experts, some advertising experts, and so forth. We sat down and looked at the problem. And what they said was, the way you represent yourself in the community is inconsistent, incognito, and you're not legible. All your sorry. Un unpack the incognito. Oh, in incognito. Well, our signage tends to be natural colours, and natural colours tend to blend in with the rest of the foliage around them. So once you start doing that, you, 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 it's camouflage, right? So that's the first thing. Incognito. If your if your colours. So that's why Shell Oil. One of the I, I worked for Shell Oil in marketing before uh, mm -hmm. I went back uh, to to graduate school. Um, uh, they, their sign is, their, their symbol is one of the best in the world because everywhere you go, it just pops. It's that red and yellow, and McDonald's uses the same, the same thing. But nearly every brand has a very sharp, simple symbol. So what we did was we, 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 we went to a, um, uh, we went to designers and we said, look, can you put our symbol, which is complex, on a bright background? Why? So it pops. It's, it's very simple. Orange is a color that pops because it's not Just very... Just before you... Sure. Yeah. So the orange pops. Yes. And, and that really... And so just for our viewers at home, what is this thing? <laughs> Let me tell you. Can, can you get me standing up? This is a cricket bat. And uh, this is... Uh, all our viewers in the Caribbean, uh, in, in India, Pakistan, uh, the UK, you're going to know this. This is the most important uh, sort of symbol of, uh, of joy and happiness for, uh, for us because this is a cricket bat uh, that's used in, in the game of cricket and, and so forth. But we, we, took, we took the Adventist symbol, we put it on to things that people actually use in their everyday life to get the name. And, and, and it's, you can put it on a baseball bat. You, we, uh, we, we also used a, a surfboard and uh, 
everything from T-shirts to coffee cups, everything that people actually use in their everyday life to get the name out, just like everybody else does. Yeah, and just to contextualise that a little in the <laughs> Australian context, isn't it said somewhere that the, being the captain of the Australian cricket team is a better job than being the Prime Minister well, of the country? Well, of course. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, there, there's, two, there's two leaders in Australia at any given time. There's, there's the Prime Minister and there's the uh, captain of the cricket club. And uh, probably South Africa, they'd say the same thing. And Zimbabwe, they might say the same things. And, and, and so it goes. Uh, the, this, this is, this is contextualising who we are within the culture. In Thailand, you do it differently. In the United States, exactly. you do it differently. This is Australia, so that's why we did it with the cricket bat. Exactly. We're going to go to a break right now. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is your church in your community. And our guest is James Standish. Now, James, we're, we're talking about raising the profile of the church, mm. the individual congregation, as well as the, the larger network of churches. Sure. Now, each church, even within the Seventh-day Adventist church, each congregation is reasonably independent. It has its own church board and so forth. How do you work together so that there isn't this huge array of, of different branding things and different identities forming within the community? You know, that's a great question, Anthony, because one of the problems that, that the marketing professionals, that, uh, the Christian marketing professionals that I work with uh, said about our church branding was, you guys are so inconsistent. Mm -hmm. All your churches are different. Your schools are different from your churches. Your hospital's different from your schools. Everything looks like it's some totally different organization. BMW doesn't put a different sign on every car that they make. Uh, Apple doesn't change their symbol on depending on you know uh, one product or another, but you guys do. That's why they have a brand. And what do you have? You have a whole country that you've been working in for 140 years who say, never heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. So it takes work, and it, sometimes it that work is uh, on a regional level. Sometimes it's on a person on, on an individual level. Let me just give you one example. Mm -hmm. We have a church in Sydney, in the north part of Sydney. Sydney's a massive city. It's over five million people. That's huge. Isn't it's it? a big city. Yes. Um, and the main east-west road in the north part of the city is called Ride Road. Just so happens we have a church on Ride Road. But that church had a dark brown sign with letters, and I kid you not, about this high. Okay. So you can imagine people going by at 60k, dark brown sign, white letters all at the same height, you're never going to see it. So we went and, and I said, you know, let's get a new sign that really pops. And the church said, well, thanks anyway, but we're pretty happy with what we got. And so I went to the church board, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I didn't want to do because okay. I've got kids I want to be home. And, and we, you're not a member of that church. I'm not a member of that local church. Yeah. But I went there and I said, look, we can do something better. Anthony, today that same church which we know has, because we check with the traffic authorities, there are 30 million views of that church every wow. year because of the traffic that goes in uh, past that. If I told you I could get you 30 million views of a website, would you be excited about that? Oh. 30 million downloads of your app. Exactly. We've got it right there. It's exactly. sitting there. Yeah. So we got a sign built that is six meters high. That's about 20 foot high. Two meters wide. That's about, uh, about six foot high. Um, bright orange on the top. So it pops, big letters, so it's legible. Mm -hmm. 
and a nice big high definition uh, LED screen so you can customize your message uh, for what you want to say that day. Evangelistic series coming up? Great. Advertise it on the screen. Children's program at your church? Great. Advertise it on your screen. You just want to give an inspiring message about Christ, about uh, the value of faith, about what God has done for us. Put mm -hmm. it on your screen. Traffic is very slow in front of that church uh, during rush hour, just mm -hmm. like in many <laughs> places. Oh, fortunately. And, and, um, and, and so now it's there, and it's not just there, but it's, it's in many other places. So, for example, in Tasmania, which is uh, the island uh, state uh, south. The south of uh, Australia, um, every church put up a new sign. And now and I've, the number of people who've commented just like, oh, now it's, now it's obvious where you are. Yeah. Just, so, just so viewers can, can, uh, can imagine what we're talking about. The signs that, we, that we've done are uh, vertical rather than horizontal because uh, we went with one of the largest signage companies uh, in the region and uh, who do commercial signage for a whole bunch of uh, 7-Eleven, for Subaru cars, for petrol stations, gas stations, and so forth. They really know signage. Mm -hmm. And they said, no, no, don't do it vertical because that's not in the line of sight. Don't, yeah, don't do it horizontal, do it mm -hmm. vertical because vertical signs get in motorist uh, line of sight. So, so these are the kinds of signs. And we, we wanted to also get consistency not only between our churches, but also through our schools and our hospitals, our retirement homes and so forth. Uh, because they're such different um, uh, kinds of operations, we use different colors that are associated. So healthcare, we use the healthcare color and, and so forth. And uh, the idea is that we want our churches and our institutions to talk to each other in a branding way so that you know that all these things are connected, yeah. and you get a national brand. Okay. Now, let's, let's move on beyond signs, because really, it's, it's values that we're trying to communicate exactly. to, the, to the community. That's exactly so right. How, how do we communicate those values that we have with the, with the community? It's an excellent question, Anthony. We live in an era of getting your message to a very succinct level, and if you don't do that, you're not going to, to break through the noise that people... How many messages do you get driving down the street, on your computer, watching TV, just within one day? It's countless, isn't it? It is. It, yeah. we, we, we have a torrent of information coming at us. You've got to get your message down to a very small, uh, succinct core uh, message. With Apple, they said, think different. That was their thing. Mm -hmm. Shell had go better. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a bunch of different things. So for the church, what is our core message? What's our core value? What are we saying we add to community? What we got down to uh, in our messaging was, was, let's see if you can see it. This is a cap that we had uh, uh, made. Love more. Very simple. Mm -hmm. Love is the center of the Christian message. Love is the center of what we do. So on the back of the cricket bat, love more. Very, very simple messaging. Maybe you've got a different message that's very simple, but if you can't express it in a couple syllables, you are not going to break through. And if you do it with your own internal language, people aren't going to understand it or value it. Yeah. And can I ask what was the response to, sure. to this profiling of, of Love More? <laughs> you know, what's interesting is I, I, I lived at the beach in Sydney, and I don't feel sorry for me. I, it, was, it was mission work. I had to do it. Um, but I wore this cap. It's a, as you can see, it's got a few... Uh, it looks like you've worn it's, it. it's, it's, it's been worn. I used to wear it uh, when I walked on the beach in the morning, and every morning my, and every evening my wife and I went for a walk. The number of times people stopped and asked me about this message. It's a message that resonates. We're in a world where people understand that what we need more of 
is love. Mm. Now people said, oh, the hippies have love, or the or the or, or it can have uh, you know uh, uh, connotations that are impure. You know what? Maybe they stole the love message from us. Well, let's steal it back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we've looked at the importance of branding and consistency right. and, and teamwork. That's and right. Absolutely. Uh, not only within a congregation, but multiple congregations mm. and and other systems with that might be within a denomination. We've looked at communicating values. What I'd love to talk to you about is activities Absolutely. in the community. So we'll be following up on that right after this break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is your church in your community and our guest, James Standish. Now, James, we've looked at branding, churches working together to, to raise their profile in the community. We've looked at communicating values. Mm. But what can a local church do to, to be actively involved in their community to, to, to raise awareness sure. and to communicate their values. Well, let me just give you a few examples that I, I found personally very impressive and I think are very effective. Uh, one is Waitara Seventh-day Adventist Church. They, that's, that's in Sydney. That's Australia, in Sydney. Okay. It's, it's a very, uh, it's a very um, uh, busy sort of area. Right. Uh, people aren't going to come to your church. They're not interested in your church. So they went out to the community and they just did a very simple thing. Went and knocked on people's door and said, can we help you? Some people said, yeah, mow the grass. Other people said, yeah, need this, need that. Some of the people are elderly. They needed uh, someone to go shopping. Just very simple stuff. And that was, that was the, they didn't say where they were from? No, they, they had a T-shirt on that said where okay. they were from. So it's, it's okay. no secret that they're from the, from the church. It's no, and so they went out. And what do you know? All of a sudden, a church that just came together on, on, on uh, Saturday morning and had their service, all of a sudden, they're part of the community. It's not rocket science. It's mm -hmm. getting out of the door. Let me give you a couple other examples. Uh, uh, I got a friend by the name of Tony Bart, really great guy, uh, not a pastor. He's a, he's a, um, uh, he, he, he builds cabinets. He's a cabinet maker. Right. At his church, they formed friendship groups. So one of them is surfing around interests. One of them okay. is kayak kayaking. Mm -hmm. One of them is books and so forth. And very simply, if you got a friend, you meet somebody, hey, we go kayaking every, uh, every weekend. Do you want to come with us? Mm. Okay. All of a sudden, it's very accessible. I like kayaking, so I'll go kayaking. I'm a surfer. I'll go surfing with you. Uh, I, I like reading books. Let's get together and have a book club. Whatever it is. Uh, a cricket club, incidentally. Absolutely. Okay, okay. So, so you'd be in, Anthony. Uh, it's very simple stuff to give people a sense of community. And, of course, once they're part of your community, it's a very small step to say, we meet Saturday morning. You're welcome to come. It's no pressure. But now you know everyone. If you come up, you're not a stranger. You know who we are. Mm -hmm. um, my wife is a teacher, fabulous teacher. She's uh, uh, taught at Adventist schools and at uh, non-Adventist schools throughout her career. Yeah. One of the things that she's done it is to go to local politicians and local judges, federal judges and, and state judges. She's done it right here in Maryland when she taught here, and invite them to the school. She invites judges? She invites judges to come when she was teaching kindergarten. Come and read a book to my kindergarten kids. Now, what does this do? She's had the federal uh, congressmen come. She's had state senators, representatives, uh, federal judges, state judges. 
people who have very, very high positions within our society, or very low, depending on <laughs> what your estimation is of politicians, but brought, bring them in, and all of a sudden, they get to know you. Mm -hmm. They get to know who, what you're about. If you don't open up, if you don't go out to the community, or if you don't invite the community in, well, you're not going to get that kind of interaction. Let me just give you one more example. It's an example that, that I really enjoyed doing. And so uh, when I was uh, in, uh, in Sydney uh, at our beachside uh, suburb, uh, I saw a notice in the paper that said we need uh, citizens to be a member of a committee for our local government that dealt with art and culture and so forth. Well, you might not think that this would be down my alley, knowing me, but I rather like art and culture. Okay. I can understand that. You can, James. I, I just I do. You I'm know. laughing with you, all right? <laughs> so I, I, I just wrote in. I said, mm -hmm. sure, I'll put my hand up. So within a very short time of moving, I was part of this committee with the uh, local government leaders, with business leaders, with artists from the community, and it was just terrific. All of a sudden, you're not, you're not this guy who's somewhere going to church someday or whatever. You're just part of it. Glenn Townend, who's the president of our church in, uh, in the South Pacific, he's a cyclist. Mm -hmm. Gets out there on the weekends, does his, you know, in the lycra, the whole thing, the whole, wow. <laughs> whole thing. And his buddies in the cycling club, they're not part of the church. Mm. But do you think they know about the church? Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. And when, you, when you're in a, in a social environment like that, to say, hey, we're having something. Maybe we're going to have cycling Sabbath, whatever it is. Mm. Come on in. So People you, will come. You're basically describing here a, like a, a natural meeting out into the community. Exactly. Using natural networks Absolutely. without having to create them necessarily. It, without, and, and without going to people and say, hey, come to my church because we're going to convert you. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you, most people these days, at least in, in, in the cities that I've lived in, they're just not there. Yeah, there'd be a resistance there'd to be that. A, but if you say, hey, can I join your cycling club? Yeah. 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 Can, can I join you? Can I can I make a contribute uh, contribution to my local uh, area? Sure. Yeah. Uh, can you come and read to my kids at the school? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, invite people to your church to do something, like your congressman or your senator or whoever it is. People will come if you give them a uh, you know a place there. Mm -hmm. But if you're just saying, hey, come and we're going to convert you. Yeah. So what, I, what I'm hearing you say, James, particularly in this module that we've just talked about, is meet all levels. You know, the, the, the people in the, their homes. Absolutely. Re reach out to the, the leaders of the community and enter in, and use the existing networks. James, thanks so much for coming on Ministry in Motion. It's been great, Anthony. And thank you for joining us for another program of Ministry in Motion. We'd like to invite you to come to our website, www.ministryinmotion.tv and there you can find an array of resources. In fact, you can visit all of the programs that we've ever produced. They're on demand 24-7. Simply go to the program that would assist you in your ministry, click on it and you can view it. Also, if you're a pastor, you may be eligible to receive a complimentary subscription to Ministry Magazine. Send us an email. Tell us about your ministry. The email address is feedback at ministryinmotion.tv. Tell us about your ministry and we may be able to help you with this complimentary subscription. But until next time, may God richly bless you.